Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good evening, very warm. Welcome to Online Darts, Monday night, 8pm, which means it is the live round to me, Phil Bart, Jack Garwood, and the return of Lee Boyce following surgery. How are we doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm all good. Weirdly, that's the first time you've told the truth when you've reintroduced me today. I've had surgery, but it's on my nose before anyone says anything else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Two for one, mate. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> how all, good, all good. How how are we doing? All good. Did Charles last week? Congrats, gents. Dolby was great. Yeah, he was superb, wasn't he? You two was okay. Dan is still Dan is still so far up there, I think. Oh, Dan, Dan was loving Dolby as well. <laughs> he was absolutely loving it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, no one from the northeast was available this week. They're all in Tenerife or wherever they are at the moment. Um, but look, we've got loads to talk about. Record-breaking week. Um, more ridiculous decisions. The Pro Tour returns. I'm not convinced how many people are going to be there, by the way. Um, some players have already turned it down, chatting to them today. Hint, they're at the Super Series. They turned the invite down. Uh, the World Series has dropped. No doubt we're going to go in on that as always. And just some general darting nonsense, boys. What do you mean go in? We never bully anything. <laughs> um... So, right, first of all, let's welcome the chat room in as always. Uh, Owen, how are we doing? Tommy, Zane is in. Let's put them up. It puts us off a little bit, but we'll work on that. How are we doing? Uh, James is in. Welcome along, Harry. Uh, ABM Flooring. The werewolf is in. Noel, hope you're all right. Shoulder, ankle, and, and everything else. Uh, how are we doing, Pete? Hope you are good, mate. Paul is in. Jake, Steve, Bob. Joel, 
Uh, yeah, I know he's messaged me saying he's too tired, buddy, but glad glad you're in. <laughs> All that winning. Uh, yeah. Uh, and how are we doing? Paddy, look, loads to be talking about. Um, where do you want to start, boys? Pass. UP. Yeah, go on. Well, we I think we should start with the youth of today because it was the climax of the Dev Tour and the World Youth Championship at the weekend. And first of all, before we go into to individuals, what a standard these young boys and girls are putting up. At the moment. I say boys and girls because even Ethan McCormack absolutely walloped Louis Williams 5-0 at the weekend. There was some brilliant performances across the board from everyone at MK. I'm just part of me's glad I'm 28 years old, but part of me's like just got no hope at all for being in that <laughs> middle age. I've not made it yet, and the kids of today are so much better. Like that's it. Any chance I've ever got of playing darts to a decent level is gone. <laughs> I, think, I think sometimes when you see this, especially in a group stage format, and you see some of the players that didn't that out the group, it probably shows extra on the field. Is that is sure? I know you can. We, we'll talk about sort of the back end of the tournament shortly and the numbers that are produced there. But just looking at the names and the form that some of them come into this tournament at to knock that out the group um, just shows the strength in depth at such a, a young, young age across both the boys and the girls down. Yeah, look, it was just incredible. Look, um, all was still to play for um, in those last development tour events. Some outlets got a little bit ahead of themselves on Friday. Um, after the first two events, um, congratulations. I know his dads and family are watching and Luke says he's going to watch as well. Congratulations to Luke on the Friday securing his tour card. But there were a few that went early saying he was at Alexandra Palace, which he now is. But on the Friday, it wasn't guaranteed like it was being reported. Yes, it was 99% job done but there was still a set of results which could have spoiled it. And we know funny things happen in sport. Look, he's there now. But on the Friday, it made me chuckle. Um, you should know, Phil, we only deal in dark green on this show. Well, there wasn't any dark green. I was like, if Xi'an drops out at that top 32 of the Pro Tour Order of Merit for the World Championship race, that's still possible to not be the case. And I was like, have I missed a rule here? Is he yeah, not no, it, it, it was, that and I was like, I don't know, we just think he's there because he's got 25 grand on that already. I mean, look, the way Gian Van Veen is playing at the minute, it was very, very unlikely that was yeah. the case. But I'm also at a point where I'm like, well, if for some reason he cannot pick his dart up for the rest of the year, there's a chance that threshold gets overtaken at some point. Do you know what I mean? Like, So, yeah. But just one of those little things. Ryan Searle was not at the match play. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, to, to go with, with two events to go, that was the scenario that technically it obviously didn't play out that way. But Wessel could have overtaken Luke for second, and then Jean Van Veen drops out of the Pro Tour Order of Merit. However, Luke Littler did Luke Littler things on the on the last one and picked up the title and secured second spot. His tour card for the next two years, and from the reaction on social, I've never, I've not seen a clamouring or anything in that way. I'm sure we'll talk about it with Chris when he comes on around one person getting a tour card. Not since Cadby. 
No, it was incredible. Yeah. And rightly um, so. I mean, look, we've, we've, we're almost repeating ourselves every week here, and there's going to be more and more of this style of interview now of people going, we cannot get carried away. We cannot heap pressure on a 16-year-old shoulders. But it is a 16-year-old who has so much poise, strength of mentality, and experience. He's played in senior world championships already. He played at the Lakeside. He has won open events in the WDF circuit. He is the back-to-back champion of Champions Week at the Moda Super Series. He's earned just under a hundred grand this year already, and it is only August. And Dob, you, you sort of allude to it there. We can't heap pressure on him. But the boy just keeps winning. <laughs> and when someone just keeps winning and keeps winning and keeps winning, it's very hard to because we're talking about him because he's winning on everything he does to weave, which like you said, when he's at a WDF event, he tends to be picking up seniors one as well as his run on super series. The stuff he's doing in the um, Dev Tour, the stuff obviously now the final, it's just whatever pressure is there right now on his shoulders. He's certainly just living up to it, and it's like it's not a terror in the world. He just looks so good. Yeah, look, it, it's not. He's, he is no ordinary sixteen-year-old, and we'll we'll chat about it with Murph. But he's the closest thing I've ever seen. I say thing in a horrible way to MVG at the same age that I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and we've seen many kids come and go through the system, but he is genuinely right up there and. And congratulations to him. Not, well, not, not, not just him. You, you you look at the whole top of that Dev Tour Order of Merit. Gene Van Veen has been sensational since breaking through. Luke second. What a return Wessels had since February when his band was up. Uh, Nathan Rafferty and Sebastian Biowetsky in fifth. That boy is going to be a star as well. Honestly, so I was fortunate enough to be in Milton Keynes on Sunday. I'm out three games in a group on the last 32 game. My last 32 game was Jim Van Veen. Saw him up close. Absolutely brilliant. And then I was sat down waiting for the next round and somebody came over to talk to me about Sebastian Bielecki. He was 5-0 down to Daniel Perry, who had taken out an 84 and 91. Last start in hand combos all over the place. Absolutely flying. Bielecki's won six legs in a row including a 141, a 148, and a 164, while his opponent is on at least a two data under 60. Yeah. You... At least. It was ridiculous. Absolutely stunning. Balls of steel. He won the challenge. He, he had 150 in the challenge tour the weekend before, and the marker that was there was like, first travels in, you went, do you know what, this is it. It's just ridiculous how... They just keep, as you said, the, the standard is outrageous, but Sebastian is one of those players that's contributing to that at the very, very top end. And actually, the attention on the likes of Gian and Luke and Wessel and Josh Rock and whoever else going into this World Youth Championship probably helps Sebastian a little bit. Yeah. Um... Because look, you have that nine data at the UK Open, but there still isn't that buzz around Sebastian as there is around others. And I'm not sure if that's because he doesn't do as much media because I'm not sure what his English is like. I'll be completely honest. I've never really seen him in front of the cameras, though. It's not particularly great at the moment. Yeah. 
But look, that that will come within time. He's he's fantastic on socials. He's, he's brilliant on socials. Very very good. Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm just going out there. So the World Youth was the, it was the group stages. Um, first of all, which I'm not oversold on, if I'm being honest. The group stage. Yeah. You don't have a choice. I, I know you don't have a choice, but I just I'm not a fan. I'd like to see the group stages bigger, to be honest. That that's my point. I think that just three in a group is yeah, I'm look, because of the not because I have to do it in a day, I fully get why. But you know, when you're just not fully sold on something. But just you say they have to do it on a day. I understand the finances and putting so many tournaments in a weekend, but we are talking about the development tour that's now ended in August with four months of the calendar left to play. So I understand the financial aspects of it. I believe, speaking to people, I might be wrong with this, but it's what I've been told. It's to do with the education because they, some of them are still at school and things like that. It has to be done out of turn time and things like that. Schools returning 10 days in a year. Yeah, that, that, that's the issue, I believe. Well, we do have another window, surely, before there's another half term or a term. Depends if the half terms match up. So yeah. they differ within the counties in the UK. Right, then okay. you've got yeah, to line yeah, yeah, up yeah. with. With Europe, Europe. Well, Europe. I believe you to get the world youth in as well. Those that have travelled from Australia, etc., will then be at risk of missing education time. And I think they've realised that actually that's not the way to go. Yeah, maybe. I just feel that I see the concept of the group stages being very successful, but not working as well. But yeah, it's just fitting that in. It just seems like there may be other opportunities or do it across a couple of weekends, potentially, in August. Yeah, well, back-to-back weekends possibly would work. I, I'd still like, personally, it not played down to a final, whether it's played down to the last 8, 16, and that is played at Minehead as well. Again, the problem with that is you've then got to jack up the prize money for that stage. Not saying the PDC can't, but if you're then going to make the final eight travel to a completely different location on a completely different weekend that includes two days accommodation costs and, quite frankly, is a pain in the ass to get to either from the UK or Europe or Australia or wherever else, flying in and then travelling halfway of the journey by road on beyond tractors, you've got to jack the prize money up for that stage as well. Oh, no, I, I agree. But and I think it should be. I think you you could cover the streaming costs because you could have it in either is it centre stage or the new area sixty seven or whatever it's called. I've made that up. Just remember what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not sixty seven. I was there this year. Definitely. So you could have have it set up in there and have yeah. it streamed. So you you could generate your revenue that way for it and then the final or even semi-finals and final is on the main stage I, I certainly wouldn't be opposed because by enhancing the group stage then you'd well you'd be able to enhance the group stage then because you'd have more window on the Sunday to play yeah. more darts because of that window so anything that would see more games and more play would certainly I would then be on board for I'm just and with that as well streaming if they streamed more 
who wouldn't be watching just look at the quality of the quarterfinals onwards produced on Sunday. So why wouldn't people be tuning into what? Yeah, look, look, I'm just looking at the quarterfinal averages now. Um, Jim Van Veen beat Josh Rock, the defending champion, um, is got or went in the quarterfinals. Um, superb. Wessel, 102 average to beat Owen Bates. Um, Luke beat uh, Jacob Gwynn, 6-3. Sebastian beat Jesse Van Der Wiel, 6-5. But just the, the, the two semi-final games, I'm just looking at the numbers and they are ridiculous. So, Jean Van Veen beats Wessel Nyman 6'5, 103.20, plays 102.08. Luke 101.86, Sebastian 98.78. These are kids doing this. It is ridiculous. I saw it first hand. I saw it first hand. Mental. You don't think we've got Pro Tours this weekend and semi finals probably won't produce those numbers? Yeah. From the best. Over that distance as well, by the way. The group stage was best of nine, the knockout stages was best of 11. Oh yeah, these are pro tour lengths. Yeah. These... I lost count of the, the like the visits. So my very first game that I did, it was Jensen Walker against Jemai Van der Herig. Walker missed the dart at the double. Van der Herig takes out one ten. The second leg, he's on one twenty. Walker's on a finish. He goes twenty, but he hits it low. Ball, ball. Two 0 up, without even thinking about it like that. It was ridiculous. I saw God knows how many one eighties, two one seven sevens, two one seven ones, a one seven four. A one six four attempt in seven, eight legs of darts, nine legs of darts. Yeah. Where is it gone? Nine legs of darts. Van Veen left one seventy four times. Deliberately. Man. And then the final leg went back to back one eighty. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> nearly should have won it with a nine. Like it was just rid- and that was four games of mine. It was ridiculous. The marker that marked Luke's group. There was a lot of interest in what was going on with Luke's game. The, the, the two busiest boards of a crowd behind all weekend were Luke Littler and Josh Rock. Luke's yep. group, one of his opponents was was giving him a little bit. I go, go on, do you know what? At one point, Luke's gone 180, 135, 180, double three. Two legs later, 180, 137, 180, double two. He hit three 10 darts in the group stage and let the marker know about it. He put three fingers up at him and went, that's three today. Brilliant. I love that. <laughs> um, uh, no, I hope it's not, mate. Um, Pete says, that, and this is a good point. Will he play as much competitive darts? Now he's got a card. Look, that, that's, that's a valid point. And we've made that numerous times about your Scott Williams and, and people like that. It is different and your hands are tied and you can't play in everything. Until they so, change the rules, though, he does have the dev tour. Yeah, he, that's right. Yeah, he still can play the dev tour, the dev tour pro tour. And let's be honest, with performances like that, he's going to be on the Euro tours as well. And in any sort of um, vault competition or anything like that, by the looks of what Luke does this year in regards to playing everything possible, if there's any opportunity across the ADC and some of those events or anything like that, it wouldn't surprise me if he's playing in as much as he can. Obviously, the levels differ, but I think I'd be surprised if he's not as active as he possibly can be, especially in year one. Yeah. Um, not the 
The Dev Tour's never streamed, James. Um, there, there's never any streaming at the Dev Tour. Uh, how are we doing, Will? Happy birthday for the other day, mate. Hope you had a good day. Uh, also, in darting terms, Kyle, 20 is a kid. They are babies at 20 in darting terms. Absolute babies with the whole world in front of them. The IOC and the UN recognise a youth as under the age of 23. Yeah, they 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 are babies. But look, that final at Minehead is going to be incredible between the semi-finals and finals at the Players' Championships. I'm dotted. I'm not there for that and not for the whole weekend of the Players' Championships because it will be that good. I'm sure you're the same guy, but even more so I've been there yesterday that that final will. I can't see not producing. And I know that's, I don't want to, then we talked about pressure, but I can't see not producing. Whether it's not the numbers, but it's drama or I, I think that final has to produce. Yeah. Um. This, this is a, Good question, and it kind of goes on. Will Luke be able to play the WF youth tournaments until January? Until January, he can play in any tournament he wants still, and, and until January. The caveat is Lakeside men's event. It's not confirmed. Uh, it was in an interview that, that Nick Rolls did with a couple of outlets that he has a meeting penciled in with Matt Porter. My personal opinion is I don't think he will be able to play in both men's tournaments. And that's not just Luke. That's anyone that, that qualifies. My personal opinion is they won't be allowed to play in both. I have the same opinion. Just looking at the, the statement of the initial announcement when it was allowed and it being classed as an exception... I would believe that would be the same, but then just opinion. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, and I think that needs clarifying as soon as for the players as well. I think there's more pressing matters, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, for once, it wasn't me that said it. <laughs> I'm back. But we. we... <laughs> right, and, and, I, and I am playing devil's advocate here. Sure. If the men are not allowed, you know where I'm going with this. Are the women allowed as well? well I don't know. There, there will be uproar if one decision is made one way and one is not the other way. 100%. The more pressing question is if and it's a big if from here very if buts maybes yeah bloody hell how the hell is that going to happen if the WDF rock up with a top prize of over £30,000. Knowing the standard of competition should should 
Do you go and win yourself a world title at 16? No. You're not a tour card holder until January. They cannot restrict you. You're technically a self-employed free agent to do whatever you want. If you can go and win a world championship at the age of 16. No. Or any of them, to be honest, not just Luke. So if, if they're allowed to, yes. But if the rule is put in place, if you play in one, you can't play in the other. Because then he won't be allowed to go to Ali Pali. That's what, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Would, would would you pick the WDF if it gave you a shot of being world champion and the top prize one was better? Or would you take the guaranteed 10 grand from the first round and be done with it? Go to Ali Pali, get experience against the best and don't bite the hand that feeds you. It's, nah, it's I, a... I don't like that last line. Yeah, I don't like the last line, but constantly, we constantly act like the players owe the current PDC something. Don't it's... right. We, don't all know, we all know whether we like it or not. If you piss them off, you don't get picked for stuff. When you are as generational and as an exceptional as as Luke is, and actually getting picked for stuff at his age might not be the best thing for it. But we we know it happened. Look how much attention there was on Josh Rock eight months ago. Would look at his current performances. The fact we absolutely glossed over the fact a top thirty-two tour card holder that was in the conversation for the Premier League eight months ago in his debut year was beaten as handily as he was in the World Youth, who only just got out of his group, survived match darts a couple of times, I believe. Right. I agree he didn't play well, but he did lose to Jean Van Rien, which is no... But I, I, I agree, he did screw out his luck. But we all know there are issues beyond, behind the scenes. He said it himself, which I think are affecting his performance. Mm-hmm. That ongoing management issue and everything like that, that, that. There are certainly issues within Josh's head right now, I feel. To, to delve back in. That, but if you're then talking about not playing in the PDC World Championship because then you won't get picked for the World Series, have a word. Because that's no good for anybody's development at that point. Yeah, right. For me, you turn down Lakeside and you go and play Ali Pali. You go against the best. I was just playing devil's advocate. Oh, yeah, for, 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 for me. And, and I think, yeah, I, that would be the approach. The... Does the the money the thing they need though is I don't think the money aspect to come into it, especially for someone like Luke, and that's not I sort of because of how much he's picked up this year, but the fact of that guaranteed ten thousand at the PDC World Championship, the, the how Luke's playing at the minute. Do you think he's just thinking about the first round? I'm not saying he's thinking about Luke, no, but he's not well, thinking that. First there is round. also a chance he gets what well, be international qualifier partner draw, so get a pro tour player, which could then be who's currently top of that list. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're saying. I just think the... The Decker. You'd take that all day long. But then you could run into a Smith, a Van Gerwen. You you could. And then, if you do, you're going to be prime time, prime slot, Sky Sports, with the world watching you, or in a tournament that may only be streamed because you haven't got a TV deal yet. Don't have to pay for that, though. More eyes. <laughs> nah. There'll be eyes everywhere. Could you imagine 
right? If if it happens, if Luke gets drawn against Price, MVG, Smith, Wright, any of the top crop, could you imagine the promos and the attention on that one game? It would be through the roof. The one thing we're saying he doesn't need right now? Or that people are oh. hesitant about in our position? I'm not. I don't. It's not the fact he doesn't need. I agree. With no, you I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not suggesting. I agree that he doesn't need. The, he doesn't need stuff like the World Series invite in the next year or two. But them sort of games, who's not looking forward to that game in a best two? Is it best of nine at Grand Slam? Can't remember if best of nine or best best of nine, isn't it? Yeah. Who's not looking forward to that draw against MVG potentially? Or so the fact you could have that over a, a best of five sets. Best to seven sets. It's certainly. I think he would pit the. I think they would all pit the PDC. Hundred percent. But that's more on a. What you can do and achieve then in the PDC instead of the money aspect of it. Hundred percent right. Someone has arrived. We are going to grab a quick thirty-second ad break, so we can jig around the screen. And we'll be back on the other side of this. Take me home, take me on a ride. I, I got a good feeling about the colors lighting up your eyes. Take me home, take me to the sky. I, I got a good feeling. Tell me the only thing you are. And as if by magic, we are joined by the one and only friend and colleague, Mr. Chris Murphy. Murphy, how are we doing? Evening, gentlemen. All good. How are you guys? How are we doing, mate? All good, mate. All We've good. been on the Luke Littler bandwagon and obviously <laughs> the way the world youth went at the weekend. We were just talking about the kids are incredible across the board. Yeah, remarkable. I followed a lot of it on, on Dark Connect. I know Jack was there. Um, it would have been great to, to be. I actually heard you say before, it would be nice to see more of it. Um, I think the standard's good enough that we could maybe, I don't know, stream it or or have more of it at Minehead, as you said, Phil. Um, but yeah, Luke Little, Jan van Ven, I think it is the, the dream final. Yeah, 100%. Well, record-breaking week all over the place, mate. Obviously, the, the Super Series, you were there the same as I was all week and wow Daryl Pilgrim how has this man not got a tour card for our benefit of the Super Series but he was incredible wasn't he yeah and I think this is one of the things about the Super Series that people um, maybe overlook a little bit is I was talking to John Henderson this morning and he said you know he played Daryl on the challenge tour one day and he beat him 5-0 and he was dreadful and then the next day he won the title and I think at the Super Series because you're not out when you've lost a match um, you've got that time to sort of settle in and find your best game and he had that half an hour spell didn't he where he just sort of fell it perfectly into place where he's had that defeat in hit a nine darter average 118.6 something which was a new record gone off stage another match has been played come back on one four nil smashed it to pieces 122.69 highest record highest average anyone's hit anywhere this year I know people are saying it's only four legs, but when you put those two performances together, that's 10 legs where he would still have been averaging somewhere between 120 and 121. 
just ridiculous. Not, yeah, in that first one, he's missed three darts to send it to a deciding leg. And then the second one, if he goes for ball out right, he'd have averaged 125. Yeah, I, I think um, the first one as well, I think he missed eight darts at double. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, both of those matches had the potential to be one, two, five plus. Which was ridiculous. I mean, I've never typed so quick in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got the short story. Uh, just, just sort this one out. We'll take it easy on this. As long as nothing else happens. And then the referee has to be like, 20 minutes later, he's like, yeah, we're going to need that one too. <laughs> like, um, oh my God. But it was just an incredible week. And we had drama right up until the end. Justin Smith playing him back into some form. Uh, Dom Taylor, Scott Taylor, you name it, had just about everything away from Daryl as well last week. Yeah, well, the Friday night or the Friday, sorry, the Friday day, Justin Smith was out really. He played Dom Taylor, who was top, beat him, and then he was 3 0 down against Charlie Large. Um, one of those players who is yet to perform consistently, Charlie Large, but when he has played well, he's played well, and he was 3 0 up, and then Justin Smith comes back to win 4 3 to qualify at the expense of poor old Ian Quantum, who's missed out now <laughs> twice in a row in similar fashion. Um, and then Justin Smith kept, sort of kept, just in a, in a strange way, did it again in finals night. He lost his first match 4-2, but then won his next one 4-1 to go through. I think he just ran out of lives, really, Justin Smith. But um, it was it was fitting that Pilgrim won it. It would have felt like almost a bit of a you know, disrespect to Taylor or any of the players. It would have felt like a little bit of an anti-climax had he not. Yeah, 100%. And, and on the Super Series, look, you've been with it a long time now. The growth and development of it is just remarkable. And outside the 128, it is the place to play now. Yeah, and I mean, Matt Clark, I, I, I was presenting both the last two weeks. So Matt, I interviewed both players on stage. And Matt Clark um, said, you know, for him, outside of having a tour card, that this is the place to be. He looks forward to being there. He wants to, you know, play there as much as possible. Um, Pilgrim, similar. Obviously, he's got ambitions of going back and getting a two account where Matt Clark hasn't. And I quite like that dynamic as well, where you've got some players who are there on the way up, other players that have, you know, it's their little sort of, um, their focus now. You know, they've not got an interest in going back on the tour and they've been there and done it and um, they'd rather play competitively somewhere else. And it is competitive, it's difficult. Um, even, you know, there are obviously weeks where, you get some players that are lesser known and the standard might not be as high as 122 all the time. However, um, only one player gets through from 12. So even though they're getting all this stage practice, this airtime and all these matches, that's pretty cutthroat for, for everyone to get through, which is what makes it even more remarkable that a player won it twice in a row, the entire thing. Yeah, potential for a third as well. It, will be the la- it might genuinely be the last time we ever see Luke in the Super Series. Obviously, his card will kick in from January, so we've got until we've got this series for October to, to see him again. And if he does three in a row, do you think anyone will ever get anywhere near that? Given the dynamic of going and getting a tour card, the way that the seasons, the series are cycled in, it just might never be repeated. Yeah, it's a, it's a if, it, if that happens, I mean, it would be a ridiculous feat. But that, again, uh, the question that Phil just asked about players wanting to play in it. Luke had just reached the World Youth Championship final, got into the World Championship, got his PDC Tour card, and he puts out a tweet saying, one last time in the Super Series. And that's where his head is right now. He he loves playing on that stage and everyone loves to watch him. So so many players, it's something now they want on their CV. 
Um, and only a few players have it, and you can't take that away from them. But if he did go and win it three times, it, I think we'd already be talking about a, a record that will never be broken. And you mentioned there, Murph, about the, the Super Series and the role for the Super Series. How important do you think the relationship's been with the IDC and the continuing relationship with the IDC and seeing them before on a Saturday? Very important, yeah. I think it's... Um, I think when the Super Series first started, I mean, I wasn't involved at the time. Phil was with the, the, the Darts at Home setup, and then it became Southampton's and, and the ADC link once we moved to Portsmouth and got things going as they are now, I think became inevitable um, because I think it, to give it an extra level of credibility, there needed to be some route of qualifying. And and that in itself provides stories as well. Yes, some of the players that qualify are players that would have been selected anywhere or were selected in the past. You know, the likes of James Richardson, people like that win ADC events. And I think Scott Taylor was in this time as an ADC qualifier, um, having been a former uh, weekly winner and a finals night finalist on Champions Week. But I think he, um, I think the likes of Adam Warner, that is, I mean, he's always a story I fall back on, who probably, you know, wasn't a household name outside his own household and then turned up and, you know, the, uni halls, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and brought that story to life about uni darts, actually, and, and the background of him. And, and then he's going on a stage at a Euro tour. Um, coming close to beating Michael Smith and people actually have got a bit of his backstory. People are aware of him. And I think it's just, it's, it's just a really important element that, you know, these, everyone's got a chance and, and probably the, the people who work in the, in, on the admin side of things, have got a better way of sort of telling the hundreds of people that were emailing asking, can they play in the super series? Well, yeah, go and qualify by the ADC link. Um, and there's a, a structure in place um, pretty imminently as well to um, to sort of qualify the players from Europe. I think it'll be slightly different. Um, my understanding, it's going to be a ranking system rather than um, just set qualifiers. So the top players will be taken off a ranking system um, because of the ADC Europe link, I think, is going to be massively important for further growth of the product um, in terms of getting eyes on it in different parts of the world. And and we've seen that with ADC Oceana and um, getting players in from North America as well. Yeah, 100%. No, it's just absolutely superb. Are we close to, perhaps, do you think, having individual weeks as well, where we have like a women's week or a youth week? Or is that not something you think would benefit the product? Um, no, I definitely think it would benefit the product, but I think it, there's potential for that to sit outside of the Super Series. So there may be scope maybe to finish a series and then have one of those special weeks as a kind of breaker between that and the start of the next series. I think, um, I think, yeah, there's 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 the option to do stuff like that during the Super Series, but I think um, the ideas, as you know, they've sort of been mooted about quite a lot. It's about making them work for the best, and while it's never going to be and no one's saying it is, it's never going to be an event where all 12 players every week qualify. It's going to be heavily on invites with a qualification route. Um, but I think, again, it, when you do those weeks, you do take away the aspect a little bit as well. So it's about trying to keep it you know, as fair as it can be within the realms of understanding what it is and why you need 
certain players to play in order to get eyes on the product, which benefits everybody that plays in it and is part of it. Um, but I think there's certainly scope to do those kind of weeks. It's just whether or not they sit as part of the 13-week yeah. cycle or there's something that could actually be standalone events outside of that. No, I like, I like that. Uh, Pro Tour returns as well. You're on on a plane to, to Germany this weekend to, to see them battle out again? Yeah, it'd be a nice break, Phil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure how many of the top players will be playing. Um, I think you touched on that earlier. Um, but I think, again, the Pro Tours have taken on a different sort of meaning, I think, in the last couple of years anyway. The, the, it's very, very rare you have a Pro Tour with all of the top players. And when we started streaming them, I think I started commenting on Pro Tours in 2016, 17, something like that. And a lot of the time you would get, apart from Phil Taylor, who's coming towards his retirement then, all the top players would be there. And we'll be talking about can Michael Van Gogh win all three, I think, which he did once and um, things like that. But now you just kind Harry of... Anderson only win them on Saturday, losing first round on a Sunday. And <laughs> yeah, <home>. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the little link now, I suppose, and, and it's a massive benefit to me as a commentator, is that a lot of the players are um, filling the spots up from the challenge tour are people that I've seen and spent time with and got to know more about at the Super Series and actually understanding that the, the gap is not that big from the the one two eight professional tour card holders to all the aspiring professionals and um it, w- it wouldn't be a surprise to me to start seeing more of those tournaments where i, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next how big a time scale i'm going to put on this because i look stupid if it doesn't happen <laughs> if in the next two years a final on the pro tour is contested between two non-tour card holders. Is that a worry for the PDC? Um, it, I mean, it, as with all things, it depends which way it's spun, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a... It, the, the fact they've got progression routes and backups and top-ups, I guess, shows strength in depth in the sport as a whole. But actually, the fact that the top guys are missing the Pro Tour so mm. often, and we just constantly get fed the line, well, they can choose what they play in. It's their choice to manage their schedules if they can't handle it. Is that a worry? Because on the other hand, we've got tour card holders absolutely gagging for a weekend of darts because they've not been able to play in two months. Yeah, I think I think the I think the I think it would be a worry if it got to that point where that was a regular occurrence. I think I mean the the story of two getting to the final if that were to happen would be a story and that would generate interest. But I think more of a worry is if they're having pro tours where, I don't know, 30, 40 players are not tour card holders because you're not just talking about the top players then. You're talking about other players not going for different reasons. So we've got a scenario this year where you've got two tour card holders that just don't play at all. I think one of them's played one set of events and that the other one hasn't played at all. I think you've got other players that are in different spaces, whether that's personal or whatever, like Adrian Lewis is not playing at the moment. So it's not always just the top players that are missing out. Um, but also there are players that are are actually managing it quite well and have realised that... And I think Matt Port is absolutely spot on when he says, don't, you know, manage, manage your calendar. If you look at Nathan Aspinall, he's hardly throwing a dart on the Pro Tour this year. Um, but in the big events, he's been good and won the biggest we've had so far. So I think, like, you know, players have to manage it. But the, the darts calendar is so heavy. It has been for some time now. I think it's it's just an inevitability. 
Um, so yeah, I, and I, I, I don't know. Is that the question's tough? Is it a worry in some ways for the product of a proto? But is the product of a proto that important, or is it just a means to an end? And it means getting all the best players in the bigger events anyway. Then, yeah, I think it, I think it's a bit of a transitional period. Yeah, well, this, we spoke about it before, Murph. That the Euro Tour has almost made the Pro Tour irrelevant to some people because mm-hmm. of the golfing money that you can earn on a Euro Tour compared to the Pro Tour. That we had some pros on here in the chat room saying that when they go to that weekend, mm-hmm. the qualifier for the Euro Tour is the most important day of the weekend, not the two Pro Tour events. Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. And we saw, I mean, Scott Mitchell, who's worked at the Super Series, never qualified for a Euro Tour in the two years. He had a tour card. If he'd have hit one or two, he'd probably still have a tour card. Um, so they're, they are massive. Um, and again, maybe it'd be nice to, to stream them as well because they're so important. I think, um, just thinking out loud, I think maybe Jack sort of touched on it, the point that there are other tour card orders that are waiting months to play darts. Maybe, maybe there just needs to be an acceptance that a lot of players are going to miss the Pro Tour now. And actually, you run Pro Tour as well, World Series events are on, etc. Because the players that are in the World Series events, half of them probably wouldn't play in a Pro Tour anyway if it was on at that time. So maybe it could spread it out a little bit more. Um, I think we've got into a period now where we'll have loads of Pro Tours in a short space of time, but we've come off the back of one we've had none for a long time. So maybe there could be just an acceptance that that's going to happen and spread it out. But the Euro Tour is massive. It's only going to grow. And... Um, Again, look, the PDC do everything, I think, at a sensible pace. I think people like us think of ideas and, and would love to just implement them tomorrow. But I can probably foresee a scenario where another counter to that is that they go to a place like Hildesheim, have a pro to a Monday, Tuesday or Tuesday, Wednesday, home nation qualifiers on the Thursday, the Euro Tour starts in the same place on the Friday. And it's almost like a week of pro tour onto Euro tour. Yeah, they were yeah. slow with the World Cup, though, mate. You got to admit that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolute revelation that fans have been on about for a decade. Well, the, the, the remarkable thing is, I mean, I've always got no doubt that the PDC know what they're doing. You know, you, there's no, they 100 know what they're doing, and that they, they probably knew they were going to make that move long before the admitted it um but i think that you know what the pdc don't ever do is say we're going to do this we're going to do this they, they just do it when the time's right so like who knows we might have hit on an idea that they've had a long time ago um or they might have discussed some of the ideas we've just mentioned and actually decided that's absolute rubbish and it's not going to work but um yeah and, and again it does the one thing that the world cup thing does show is that they're not scared of changing i think there are other events that need changing Personally, from a to forget me being a commentator or I'm um, involved in the game, just from, as from a fan's point of view, I think there are other events that could do a refresh as well. Does that include the Grand Slam and the Premier League? Um, well, the Premier League is constantly, <laughs> constantly refresh, isn't it? The, the, the Premier League is constantly refresh, so I wouldn't say it's in need of a refresh. I think it just, um, I think that's an ongoing process. I think the Grand Slam definitely does because I think it's it's lost its identity as a tournament. Um, and for me, the obvious answer is to make it a champion of champions style tournament. Everyone that gets in it has won something. Um, and that and how you do that, there's different scenarios. And I think, yes, obviously the major winners and things like that, but maybe 
give it back the international flavour that it once had and, and get the top players from all parts of the, the world as well and then start going down the Euro Tours, the Pro Tours and things. And um, eight, P, eight PDPA qualifiers is way too many for probably any event in my mind. People say that everyone needs to give them a chance to qualify because it's a ranking event. But in my mind, everyone's had a chance to qualify because they've played in all the Pro Tours, they've played in the Euro Tours, they've got the qualifiers for those. So, you know, I think um, I, I don't really buy that argument. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. A um, couple from the, the chat room, um, maybe that don't know, says, Murph, do you think the Super Series Champions Week format is fair? Everyone um, earns their spot there, but then it's different routes to the final six. But maybe you can explain that, obviously I know it, but those that don't, oh, yeah. it, it's a set way that Champions Week is decided. Yeah, so it's based on the, on the, av- the, the averages from that player in their winning weeks. Um, so the players, the top six, with the six highest averages over the week that they won, will be given a place in Group A, which is obviously gives you the best chance of going through because you're getting Group A and either Group B or C. And then the next um, three players will go into Group B yeah, um, and so on. So it's, it, it works down from the 12. The top six get the best chance and the 12, 11 and 10 end up in Group C. Guaranteed. Yeah, no, exactly. Obviously, I knew it, but they've obviously... It was just just putting out there. Before we let you let you go, mate, where would you like to see the Super Series in a year? Um, I, I think I think um, the, I like the format. I thought I actually thought the question you were going to ask because a lot of people have been asking it is about the why does the format not go up for finals and things like that. But I actually like this sort of pure format. Everything being the same for every match, I, I quite like that. It's quite rare these days. Every tournament has like legs added on, even pro tours now, which never did before. Um, so I, I quite like that and the short, sharp style of matches, um, unless you get a couple of certain players. But apart from that, it's, it's <laughs> I like that sort of cut for an edge. So I wouldn't make, I wouldn't want to see too many tweaks to the format. Um, I'd like to see it um, grow in different countries. I think to get more eyes on the product, maybe potential for broadcast partners in other parts of the world. I know we've had a long association with Sporty Stuff TV back to the live league days in the UK, but I think there must be similar interest from channels that would be willing to broadcast it in um, places like Germany, for example, um, the Netherlands, big darting countries. Um, and and elsewhere, I know that like when we have a Raymond Smith or when we have a um, Leonard Gates, you know, people are tuning in to watch, so um, yeah. obviously, it being free and available on YouTube is, is absolutely fantastic. But I just I think just getting a bit more attention in in those parts of the world. Um, and and the other the beauty of the super series for me, um, I, I just I think there's not too much broken at the moment. Obviously, we're constantly trying to improve the experience for the viewer. The one thing that we can't you know control is, is the darts, but it's been delivering a good standard, I think. I think the beauty of it for me is that you naturally get these different narratives and stories each year because now we're coming up to September, we're already starting to look at the bottom of the tour card race now going, right, who could be playing in the Super Series next year? So while we will lose people like Luke Littler, who will who gets eyes on the product, who gives a story um, and other players, we will gain some potential big names um, should they wish to play it. And I think that that will always keep it fresh. Um, for a tournament where you see the same 12 players every week, 
sorry, 12 players over the course of a week, you actually see hundreds of players over the course of the year and um, and you'll see different players every year. And I think it's, you know, something that, that people look forward to. So, yeah, um, I, I don't want to, like, say, I want to see this certain player of the Super Series because that means I want him to lose the two card and that's not kind of... <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I don't do the same of over 50s, like some grim reaper hoping that the scene gets <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I do think, again, like just going back to what you said before, maybe just a few little more interesting things. I do want to get a bit more, um, tell the story of the player a bit more as well. I think that's missing in darts in general a lot of the time. The PDC, their own social media channel, does it very well. Um, but in terms of during a broadcast... That kind of aspect has been lost in darts. There's very little analysis, very little um, sort of player features and stuff. No Pie Man and Terry Jenkins on Blackpool Beach anymore. That's so legendary, that is. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I think, and also, look, not only are we creating a conveyor belt of stage-ready players, we're creating a a conveyor belt of media-ready players because they're actually coming and getting practice and doing interviews and and things like that, which is important as well. So I just want to see it continue to grow and see it continue to complement the wider darting landscape, which is what I think it does. Going off what you said there then, can we have a Baywatch type preview down Portsmouth Beach with a couple of them like back in the day, yeah? You bring your costume, Phil. <laughs> no, no. no more importantly, there's a Mason and Mervyn King clip where they're just sword fighting through the woods. Yeah, well, well <laughs> Mervyn King's a possibility, isn't he, in, in future years. So yeah, let's Let's recreate a few things. Murph, <laughs> uh, absolute pleasure to have you on, mate. I know, I know you're busy and got loads on, mate, but thanks for taking time to join us this evening, talking all things Super Series. Pleasure's all mine, guys. Cheers, buddy, and I shall see yeah, you mate. in the next couple of days. See you soon. Take care, guys. Bye, <laughs> mate. Really enjoyed that. Really good look and perspective on on the Super Series. Yeah, and Odess answered quite a few questions from the chat room as well around how it works, how it breaks into the finals, like that sort of stuff that from a social media aspect of this, we always see every time that you post anything. Why has it done this way? Why has it done that way? So it sort of helps deliver that message across. But yeah, as always... Murph always delivers. He talks about the Super Series, does, but so does Murph when he comes on. Yeah, and look, Carl says, address the favouritism towards certain players. It's not favouritism in that respect. Murph said it there. In terms of invites, certain players have commercial value because it that's look, we're not the PDC, so it has to have that. That's, that's plain and simple, is the thing. And we've discussed this when we've talked about the Women's Series before, but with our streaming or whatever, with Matt Edgar, just go and have a look at the difference in numbers on the live streams and the highlights packages on weeks where somebody like Fallon Sheriff is playing or when Luke Littler is playing. Yeah, yeah. Certain players have 
huge pull and huge value for any product, not just the Super Series. Um, I think Darts Rankings put it out there that at Q School, Fallon was the most followed player at Q School. Dark connector. Yeah. So, look, every system, whether it's a stream, a program, technology, needs players to, to give it commercial value. So, superb. But no, and, really, and I guess how the Super Series has grown to where we are today and Merv talking about this going internationally. Let's be honest, we say about the PDC, you've done that a lot long. The same's really happened with the Super Series in regards to the players revving the format, the the numbers. They're not doing a lot wrong, are they? Yes, no. we can all want to tweet stuff and we can all have opinions around what we think's best. But they are not doing a lot wrong. No, no, look, it's been, it, it's been absolutely incredible. And when we see weeks where Daryl Pilgrim is hitting those kind of numbers, only helps. But superb to have Murph on. Um, right, we've done that. Yeah. We'll go back and touch on on the Pro Tour does return and Murph kicked kicked on it there. There's a couple of angles on this. Is one, how far down that reserve list are we going to go? And two, there are a lot of players that are going to have a lot of rust at the moment. Some of them haven't played competitive darts for near on two months. Tom and up with players who've potentially played in the. Super Series so recently and played in seniors, qualifiers or anything else that's been ongoing in this meantime that they've not been able to. It's not as much the players who have recently played on like super, um, World Series events. It's more the players who are coming in because some of them are still on holiday. The, the reason to be a lot of rust. I know um, John O'Shea mentions it a few times around the daps and this is potentially the biggest one. Yeah. Um, nine weeks, but I didn't kill him. <laughs> so he's try harder, Laura. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know because I spoke to him today. James Hurrell has definitely turned an invite down because he's playing this week, and he didn't want to go to Germany either. But um, and so he's nineteen. So I certainly know down to nineteen has been asked, and said no. We know at least two of them would have said no as well. I think Pilgrim will go. It's silly not to. Yeah. Yeah. Five grand in his back pocket as well. He can afford to go. Yeah. I'd be Henderson's playing this week. He won't be going. No, Hendo's Hendo's already said no. Conan travel. I expect Dandy Bolton to travel. Crabtree and Bates. Depend on oh, a lot of darts recently. Then who are we looking at? Merck's Borland. If I were said no, then at least Merckx has been asked. Yeah. I'm getting to Harry Ward back on a pro tour at 27th. Is Danny Lowby back stateside? I don't know. Do you think it'll die that low? How low do you think it'll die? I don't know, mate. 
Feel like I'm singing a song to you, yeah. Depends on when you say no, doesn't it? Right, so I'm just looking at the live, the, the normal order of merit. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I can see at least 10 already that I don't think will go. And that's for that. Plus the three that. Well, apparently Perez is, um, Christian Perez is traveling. I've heard. Okay. So at least two then, though. Yeah. So then, Just yeah. Just taking AD Lewis and. And Cat Corey out. Yeah. out. And that's without. Oh, no satellite. Gary's not playing either. Because he's still on holiday. He doesn't like the travelling anyway. No, no, but I think if he'd have been here, he'd have gone. But the, yeah. the, the other issue is it's still in the kids' holiday. When you look at players' Instagrams, they are all still away at the moment. So many of them are on holiday. Um, has Grundy accepted? Jamie, I don't know is the honest answer. Um, he would have been asked... Whether he's accepted and going or not, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, look, looking forward John's to the... Pro- What's that? John's not going. Another one? Another one. Yeah, he's crossing he, them off the list there. We talked about holidays, which also it's holiday time for everyone. So there's players on here who, yes, there's potentially Super Series, but there's also some who would always already have other commitments. So, like twenties, early thirties, we think to do. Oh, just joking, he is. Oh. <laughs> Laura, all that whinging, John. You bloody better be bald. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are we doing, Phil? Hope you're I don't good. think you've got a choice either. Laura's going to boot you out the ass. <laughs> like an old cartoon, all your stuff wrapped in a stick. <laughs> yeah. Um, Simon says, do you think the PDC are worried that players are staying in the UK? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, I'm playing the Super Series. Not the non-tour card holders, no, because that's their choice. It, it's, it's guaranteed money for them where... The Pro Tour's not, so no, I don't think so. Um, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Yes. Um, 
But looking forward to the Pro Tour returning. We will be streaming as well. Yeah. So on Saturday, you will have Dan Jar and one of our new faces. Um, Harry is going to jump on and see how he gets on. And then Sunday, you will have me and Boise for a while. Wait. What? Boys don't do Pro Tours, behave. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, I don't know how to set how many uh, Dark Tonets up on the screen anymore. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, World Series Finals, boys. First, and chat room, get involved as well. Your first thoughts on the invites and structure. Too many. I don't like one, the eight qualifiers and two, that there aren't enough World Series players for me in terms of the local ones. Um, I, I used two on Twitter earlier as an example, and I could have picked many more, but Alex Spellman, Ben Robb, this was built to create things like that. There's one problem with this and one problem only. The finals are ranked, aren't they? No. Are they not? No, it's not ranked. That's oh, why I don't understand yet. They're stupid then. There's no need for them. That's exactly the point, Dob. Because if they were well, if they were ranked, then I'd understand the fact that that's three hundred grand worth of prize money up for grabs for players that effectively have been handpicked because they're deemed to be better on television or more appealing to an audience that we get told constantly as a factor. Um, but yeah, th that's not the point of this at all. It never has been the point of this. Absolutely no disrespect to the guy, but the fact that Danny Nopper went to the final of this tournament without ever playing in a World Series event before a couple of years ago was bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, look, for those that don't ask, the seeded, the eight seeds, uh, and this is in order. Um, Rob Cross, Gellerin Price, Michael Smith, Michael Van Gogh, Dimitri Vandenberg, Peter Wright, Nathan Aspinall, Luke Humphreys are the seeds. And the way they've spun this, I get it, but the World the World Series Order of Merit qualifiers, Damon Hetter, Danny Knoppert, Jeff Smith, Johnny Clayton, Raymond Van Barnabas, Simon Whitlock, Hopi Puhal and Ratajski. with eight tour card qualifiers to be confirmed. Um, jumping back into the chat room while we decide it. Uh, Pete, I think, I think this is actually live, this one. Don't quote me on it, but I think so. Um, well, we've got a lot of people saying it's pointless. It's just a beer event, as Patrick says. Yeah, look, it is, but it also makes up part of the ITV contract. 
as in they have to have X amount of tournaments per year, which is what they pay for effectively. So it's not just scrapping it, it's it's part of a TV contract. Yeah, it rounds up the World Series. I understand the concept of a World Series final. I just don't see why. The one thing that didn't there was the eight qualifiers. who have had no involvement whatsoever when we've had an array of talent across the world who have been included in the World Series. Not then more invites. I'll drop that down to two. Yeah. I'd I'd understand and to, to Dobbs initial rant, I'd understand if it was rant, because then the tour card holders would probably have more to moan about if it was dropped down to one or two and it wasn't at eight, because right. they haven't had an opportunity at all. Um but the fact it's not it's not a rant event, I, I don't understand the number. The the sixteen pits of that well, eight of them are seeded, so there's no sort of stance. The other eight from the World Series deserve to be there, so there's yeah. no one I'm sort of looking at. Because yeah. of the um, 16 being in there, who deserves that? But it should be that number should be extended. Yeah, no, look, I'm, I'm with you. Um, Phil, we will start at 12 on Saturday, mate. Um, yeah, but Kyle, your comment doesn't make sense. You say MVG is seed, didn't even go to Australia, but he won New York and Poland. That's why he's still... One of the five events together. He won, he won two of five. Of course he's going to be seeded. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of a flaw there, mate. Um, I can't find a ranking table anywhere for it. Will Darts Connect have it? Probably not. Not Darts Connect, Darts Rankings. No, they don't. Shocking. Um, Evening Preston, hope you are good. Um, It says, if ITV have a contract, because they've got a contract to broadcast them. Right, we might we might not like it, but they pay, so they have the prerogative to broadcast it when they want. That might suck to a lot of people, and I don't agree with it personally, but they paid the money. They have the right to put it on when they want. Don't forget, they have got to get a certain number of reruns of Minder in, and Midsummer Murder. Um, but yeah, I, I can't find the 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 a ranking table. There must be one somewhere, but I just can't find it. It's not on Wikipedia. Um, But yeah, the eight qualifiers don't make... any sense for me. Um, And I'm going to throw this in as well as the World Cup. Should these two tournaments have Grand Slam spots attached to them? Uh, 
World Cup, yes. Start the no. Why not? Why not, dog? Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the argument being is if everyone's got the opportunity, especially for that many qualifying spots to enter the tournament, I would rather yeah, see. Well, just so we don't like that. Yeah. But I would rather see a winner of a TV tournament in current format of how they've picked the 24. I'd rather see the winner and runner-up of a TV tournament than a, a two Pro Tours. I don't particularly like tournaments where invitations are a thing, having Grand Slam. So yeah, but that's the World Cup as well then. The nations are, the players aren't. They'll qualify as top one or two ranked or have a tournament to qualify. Masters is based off seeding, off order of merit ranking. The two that that applies to is the Premier League apart from the top four or whatever it is and World Series. Yeah, the problem is with the Premier League, when it's the second biggest tournament in the calendar in terms of financial gains that's always going to get rewarded hugely yep. um, Nathan says how is Jim not longer in it I'm get I'm guessing because he's not high enough off in the rankings but I can't find the ranking table. If someone else can find it, then please let me know. But I can't find the ranking table for this year anywhere. It's been it's been hidden. Or are you going to go through and try and work it out for every point? Man, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's debatable. Speak for yourself, you mom. <laughs> We'll definitely do it. Um, let's go for there. Still working out, Jack. Better. It's on the PDC site. Okay. In I can't see it. Wait a minute. Where's the tournament section? Jacks. Tournament, no. I went in that way and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I, I can't. Ellis, where is it on the PDC line? Because I can't see it. Uh, how are we doing, Adam? Hope you are good. Oh, Order of Merit tab and then World Series Order of Merit. I was in the tournament. They ignored Tata and Puha, but invited Ritaiski, who had the same number of points. And a few others on one, but invited Cumming and Rob. 
Wait, why are they in blue? Oh, they're just player profiles. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. Um, do we think that Johnny Tata was asked and turned it down? Perhaps. Jim Long did finish on the same number of points as Ritaiski, Pua and Tata. Depends what the um, tiebreak rule is. Tiebreak rule is rule number one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there it is. That the, yeah, it's basically on the order of merit. Now that we found it, I don't like the PDC website. No, I'm not. I'm not a fan either. And also, some World Series events were considerably stronger than others. A rules section? That's half an hour of my life. I'm never going to get back when I sit and go through that. <laughs> Gob's picking holes. No, I just want to know how many of the rules are transferable because they're DRA rules. All right, yeah, yeah. I.e. people in my local league playing in a cap. Yes, I am that guy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yep. Yeah. It is a sighting device and therefore not allowed. Do you have AirPods on as well? for religious grounds. What? Do you have AirPods on as well? I don't, but somebody in the league does and I tell them off for every time. Can you just sit like playing these? <laughs> uh, yeah, the one we thoroughly got in the league is somebody on their dom is right-handed, so they they stand with their right foot up to the hockey, but they stand on the left side of the hockey, but they stand square on, and their left foot sits in front of the hockey. What was no score? You're over the hockey. It's foul throw. <laughs> No score. <laughs> Nil poire. Nil poire. Nil poire. So yeah, that's the that one. Um, also, Premier League arenas were announced as well. A little disappointed. They're the same. What else did, is there? Yeah, did you? Bristol hasn't finished. I'm thinking we could have binned off. What's closest to Phil's house? No, no, no. It's nothing. I, we could have binned off you, Sheffield. You didn't bin off the one Lousy's the mine. He'd show it. We could have binned off Sheffield and Nottingham and gone <laughs> to Poland. Something like that. Poland in the middle of... You get to the same problem. You've got to get those venues to line up because they made an absolute balls up of it this year. And you don't think they will next year either? 
No, I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> I can't wait for the calendar. Well, there was that section, wasn't it, where it went from Nottingham to Germany, then back to the UK, then Holland, the Netherlands, back then back here instead of staying there or moved to Germany for the Pro Tours or something. And oh god, no. Um, it was a no, Dave, no, no, prem, no Premier League night in Leicester, but you do have the World Grand Prix coming up. Um, he's going to say Exeter. No, look, I don't like Exeter as a venue. But I understand why it has to be there. Logistics. Yeah, because there's nothing else close enough to get the players, staff and everything. Well, Bristol when it's finished, but that's had more setbacks, hasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Um, So, yeah, Premier League is announced. Tickets go on sale in October. We won't find anything about the... um, format or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, that was that one. Um, World Seniors coming up next week. We will preview that next Monday. Final TV event of the year for the Seniors, Gob. Yes. Looking good. Been lots of promo on. Lots of players doing their bit. Um, it's intriguing. Look, we've spoken about the draw an awful lot. We're looking into that a lot more next week. Um, haven't... Well, Hendo looks good. Is, is the way to go with it. He looked brilliant today. He looked decent in his last stint in the Super Series just a couple of weeks ago. And of everybody in the field, he is the one we have seen play solid competitive darts most recently to the high standard. Does and I know we're going to keep next week. Dob. The question surely is does Richie Hesson reach another final? <laughs> I think we'll save that for next week. <laughs> I love I've got I love Richie. I've got so much time for Richie. I'm almost at the point where Part of me doesn't want him to get to a final. Because I can't see him lose another one. He doesn't deserve to lose another one. If he lo- if he makes the final of this one and loses, he would have lost in every single seniors TV event final this year. Just an all-round sportsman, that's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that, by the way? They have oh, been done. Egan Brand did nine an absolute stinker. <laughs> yeah, Keegan Brand got hold of Richie Howson's phone and decided to oh, tell the world fun. that he did a nine dar and a one four seven in the same day. Why and they did reported by a news outlet. Why they did not though to light a crazy Dolph course and just do a hole in one for him and put that as a video to follow it would have been great <laughs> yeah um yeah outstanding Can you talk work. about the fact that um they then called colin osborne a forgotten data two and a half weeks after he made the final of the mode of super series champions week <laughs> <laughs> well you know um liam um that man won I- 10 grand 17 days ago the, the official dates aren't out for the Premier League yet, but I can tell you Exeter will be on Thursday the 29th of February. 
Open <laughs> <laughs> starts on the Friday. Yeah, because the UK opens the next day. So even though the dates aren't out, I can tell you that one. Um, look, we'll, we'll, we'll go into it. And I, love, I love Richie to bits. But one thing I don't get with the seniors, and I don't mind saying it, is how you concede someone when they've qualified for the tournament as a qualifier. That makes no sense. No, that's I know it's above, bit, that's above my pay grade. I, I, but it just it just doesn't make any sense that a qualifier is a C. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, buzzing for um York. Right, what else have we got to talk about coming up? What else have we missed? Um WDF down under, I'm not gonna lie, didn't see any of it. Uh I've, I've seen the results obviously, but I didn't see any of the darts. Yeah, same. Read the sort of report, but not. Didn't see any of it. Busy man, me. No idea. Seen that a few more players qualified for 2024. Right, so. <laughs> what? Just reading from the website. After your comment earlier, you'll be on the barred list like me. <laughs> no. Oh, look at me. You're not busy waiting to this, right, Jack? Yeah, I'm a good boy. I don't upset anybody. Yeah. Nor do I. My darts yeah. league is, takes place on a Wednesday. We're in front of the committee tomorrow. <laughs> what have you done? Nothing. All right, what have you alleged to have done? Nothing. Well, you don't get dragged up if you, there's not... What's the charge? Some Another team threatened to take us outside. We're innocent. Fucking bollocks. Yeah, don't believe this at all. Yeah, we're innocent. We are. Yeah, all right. Us and our giant flag that we take to every home game. <laughs> this is what happens on Vodka Wednesday, kids. Don't drink. Yeah. We've we've got a box of, of the stuff we have to take to darts on a Wednesday. Right, one of them is a, a custom St. George's England flag that has the team name, a picture of one of the lads in it. It says the Home of Wild Darts, because we've renamed our pub the Home of Wild Darts, because Lakeside just doesn't exist anymore. And a picture of Dua Lipa on it, because she's our unofficial team mascot, (laughs) that is attached to one of the lads' old shower pub (laughs) with two, um, what they called? Thingy ties. Cable ties. Cable ties. We've got a bongo, a a, a two-set bongo drum that currently is stickered massively by another team sponsor. And one of the lads last year decided that what we really need was a team mascot. So went and bought a full-size gorilla costume. Brilliant. Great. Great um, success. Don't drink, kids. Um, I'm sober for weeks. Thank you very much. There's some questions in the chat room. Um, what's not been able? What's we've not been able to get priority tickets as well? How do third parties buy them and sell them extraordinary prices? Um, Look, uh, Matt Porter spoke about this on the last interview we, we did with him. And to be fair, he answered it very well. That although they may have them, 
the PDC actively look at the secondary market sites and cancel those tickets connected because no no ticket has been posted out yet, whether it's a physical ticket or an e-ticket. So they can still get those tickets back. It is the thing. And, and look, the the world, unfortunately, the demand is huge now that I don't believe any tickets went on sale, on general sale, did they? Or a very, very limited amount? Very I, few, don't, I, I don't believe so, if any. Um. That that's just the, the the demand of the the world championships, which brings us on to another point on that. If demand is the same next year and tickets don't go on general sale, I know that they've been very hesitant to do this. But then, is there a genuine case that they have to move Alexandra Palace around? Yeah, they stopped the halls. Right? I mean, look, the first time that they made the decision, it was the demand has to significantly outweigh the number of tickets available for them to even reconfigure the hall that they are in now. Yeah. that It reached that stage. And then they moved the venue around. And actually, it probably works better for the fans. That yeah, wider, yeah. closer to the stage for everybody is fine. The hall next door is bigger. Oh, huge, the grand hall. Yeah. They'd have to find a way of just decorating the outsides and stuff, I guess, because obviously you've got direct access to things like the toilets out the back of that, yeah. and you'd have to set the bars up differently. But it is possible. Oh, that's the and they will have had those plans for a long, long time in case it reaches this position. The flip side to it is from a sales perspective next year to try and sell the PDC membership. It's a great selling point. Because people with a membership, everyone with a membership was able to get a ticket. It wasn't on the day that you wanted. It went to the priority access. So anyone with a membership would have been able to get a world championship ticket. So from a sales perspective, from a membership point of view, it's a great selling tool. But for longevity of the world championship, obviously, you would like as many people there as possible throughout the whole tournament because... People a lot of the time talk about finals and semi-finals. Let's be honest, they will always sell. It's the Monday afternoon before Christmas, the Tuesday afternoon before Christmas. The fact that they are selling out now is nowhere it's the opportunity to make that bidder. But then I don't think they'll move that next year. I still think they'd have another year as it been as is and push the membership sales before looking at it. Yeah. The way to look at it is the way that things like fashion retailers do business in that they get exposure from incredibly high demand, but with a low volume of production or, or of stock, the PDC will do that for another year, drive up the interest even more and yeah. then move it and go, look what we're doing for fans and keep the ticket prices the same. Yeah. Um, there's a question there. I can't answer it. Uh, I don't know if Will is still in from our good friend from USA Darts who was streaming it, but the four PDC players were allowed to play in the tournament in Florida this weekend. They've either done it and played on a stream and not asked, and if that's the case, they'll get fined. Or they've been given special dispensation to play in it, which has happened before. There's nothing else was on. Yeah. 
So I mean, Ricky Evans was a dart away from five grand for a nine dart this weekend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Preston, it will be. Um, and it <coughs> will if Will's in, he may know the answer. But the only two that I can think of is one they've just played in it, and if so, they'll get their wrist slapped or maybe fined. Or two, they've asked and they've been given special dispensation to play in it. Yes, Pete. T-shirt. We need to get some T-shirts made for Gob. Uh, w Swedish Open. Darren Johnson played well. I uh, didn't see again. Didn't see any of it. Um, oh, yeah. the, the only bit I saw from Sweden was Barry Van Peer's great big stare at his watch when he was playing Liam Mandel Lawrence. <laughs> How funny was that? <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Huge fan. It's that sort of thing that I definitely didn't do last week. Surely someone's got <laughs> a word in Liam's ear about his pace. Again, though, you'll always get, and there's going to be somebody in the comment section in the next 30 seconds saying this, it's his choice to yeah. play at that pace. There's no rule saying he cannot play at that pace. Not yet. All right, you might then turn around and say, well, you're less likely to be attracted to sponsors. Fine. But if he keeps winning games of darts doing that rather than losing them playing quicker, his career is better off. He is there ultimately to earn money. I, I don't I don't like it. I never have liked it. I've never liked players that are quicker than Liam but considered slow. He is one of the most extreme players I've ever seen at that pace. Yeah, but it's his setup as well that takes forever. Mowing them in. It's the fact he takes two steps to get into it. The issue is that, say he qualifies for some like the World Championships, and he absolutely fucks up a session because it overruns. I'm telling you, there'll be a shot clock type thing brought in. Well, Murph touched on it a little bit, didn't he? About just how little analysis there is in darts anymore, and and meet the players, I guess, a little in the broadcast and, and all of that sort of stuff and little promo pieces. And it's because of that, there isn't time. You go to events where they're cutting walk-ons because of commercial restraints. And basically what they've done is we can fit it in this session to save on staffing costs, to save on production costs, and to save on the amount of time that people are working, etc. But ultimately puts more money in the players' pockets. Fine, because they're not spending it on that. So they've got it elsewhere. But... It does take, like, the seniors is the same, the amount of stuff I've seen recorded over the years. And then we're in tight windows where it's four games in a session. Actually, if, if you get four close games, you are struggling for time. If if you get one absolute blowout, you're fine. Or if you get one relatively one-sided game, you're fine. But actually, if you don't get one of them in a session and you get, if we rock up to York and we get four extra leg games in the Saturday night, that's an incredibly late finish we're heading towards. Oh, 100%. And it doesn't matter what other content you've got produced already to go at that point. You just don't have time to show it. Oh, no, just as I as a player and as a his management team or his family and friends, why would he change? Or why would he tell him to change? Because this 23 stone angry person on YouTube doesn't like watching him. More reasons to continue. And you've got okay. a reparation from that. <laughs> um, Patrick, good to have you, mate. He says, What can we expect from Wessel next year on his tour card? The same as Gian, I think. That's 
Simon Whitlock said in that quiz show. <laughs> that. I, I, I think Weston will do well on tour next year. Personally. He's got the ability producing that level, isn't he? What are he doing the knockouts? 97, 106, 102, and lost of a 102. It's not too shabby. And that's Pro Tour races, by the way. That's first to sixes. Yeah. Um, how are we doing? Shawnee Mac. Hope you are good. I'll see you on Thursday. Um, where else are we? Uh, Preston says the PDC gave them the okay. I heard Will say on the stream. Yeah, it, it was one or the two. It was either they just did it and will take the consequences or they were given... Uh, are we expecting much from Eddie coming back? No, no, I think I think Matt will do well and what what he does on the on the circuit that he picks to play on. Played three times this year and won a trophy twice. And got to a final another one. There aren't many with that return. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, no, no, absolutely. Look, let's, have, let's throw the chat room open in general. I know you've been sticking um, questions in there, but let's just open it up all together. Um, get get any questions you want in. We'll try and answer them. This is the fun fun 25 minutes of the show where we just say stupid things and put 50p in gob and let him go. I'm sure he will. He always does. 100%. Not me. Um, who's uh, Mace and Henry are on comms this week, Lee. Great to have Mace back. Um, that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was just scam reading. Yeah, he's uh, playing in Group B and C. I, I just thought, um, Drake's in my spot. He doesn't know he's playing yet, but Drake's in my spot. Shorty Mac wouldn't, wouldn't take much from Henry's chances, though. I can't remember the others, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, Pete. Just no need. Oh, Pete, I love that. <laughs> um, uh, group B, Scott Marsh, Sean McDonald, Ryan Finesse. Group C, Sam Cromwell, Darren Johnson, Scott Baker. That's it. Um, where did everyone go on holiday? I haven't been yet, Shawnee Mac. Not had time. <laughs> holiday? We had two weeks off from sitting here, mate. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> It's we don't get fun. enough likes and subscribers to go on holiday. <laughs> and you've met Phil, he's tight. <laughs> I've heard through the grapevine that there's some new OD uniform on the way. Uh, the first batch is due for delivery early next week, so I can test the sizes and whatever. He's ordered himself three new T-shirts. Forget the rest of us in case the quality's crap. Yeah. Cheers, boss. You say you, te- you say you test the sizing. Surely one person can only test one size. Well, yeah, but we know yeah. if it fits me, then I know what sizes do. I mean, do we? 
Well, yeah, you're, you're the same a normally size. shaped person, if I'm being you're quite honest. You're the same size as me. But you're a different shape. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, look, as, as long as the delivery and the quality is off more right, then yes, there will be some. It's due early next week. No worries, Shorty Mac. Do we know the top eight in the dev tour getting the UK open? Yeah, it was last year. I'm presuming it will be the same next year. Although I would like to see the women get some spots. Um, the, oh, yeah. The pictures of An- Andy Smith, the pie man, last week looked incredible. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, Lee. Looked absolutely fantastic. Um, that was good. With both Luke Nittler and Jean Van Veen making the World Youth Final and another already qualifying for World Championships, will the PDC give another spot to the DevTour Order of Merit or the PDPA qualifier? So, um, Luke's, Luke's place is through the pro, is through the DevTour Order of Merit. Um, Jean Van Veen's um, spot goes to Wessel. It goes down one on the order of merit. Yeah, but making the World Youth is the same, isn't it? Or is that just a Grand Slam spot? I thought it was just a Grand Slam. Because Gervin didn't go to the World, did he? Neither did Joe Davis, to be fair. No. Can we can we go back to the point where they've got to wait until October next year to play in the Slam? By the way, November. No, that was okay. It's not even October. It's November. <laughs> Personally, doesn't make any sense. I'm with you. Would you look to put all four in this year if that Dev Tour cycle is going to be? finish in August due to education purposes for the foreseeable for the next couple of years, would you give all four their shot this year and then, move it closer to the date? Because otherwise, they're going to be 14 months away from the Grand Slam every single time somebody qualifies. I don't think you can because the criteria is already set out for this year's Slam. Is it? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, we were sent... A, Normally we were, about a week before when they make the mind up on that one. We were sent a press release with the criteria. I just delete them nowadays. But the, yeah, they thought do it next year and then align it. Yeah. At some point, that's got to happen, surely. Yeah, you'd think so. It, it's, if the world use is going to constantly finish. Yeah. Even if it's not all this finish... Has it finished past... The Grand Slam ever with the Players Championships following only a week after. I'd be surprised if there's been any dev later. Don't know. Even if it finishes October, surely that's still fine. Still a long way away though, isn't it? Yeah, you shouldn't have to wait that long. No. Well, yeah, because you could be in completely different form to what's qualified you for it by then. Well, we've seen that before, haven't we? Yeah. Well, Joe Davis got tennis elbow, didn't he? And could could hardly play. Could only throw a dart. And he openly admitted he just went to Wolverhampton to pick his five grand up. 
I'd have done the same. A hundred percent. Yeah. He, he went there knowing he couldn't win a game. I might do that in Manchester in a few weeks' time. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it, it, it's, it doesn't sit well that we only know two Grand Slam players for next year when they should be rewarded sooner for that opportunity. Yes. Um, can Luke Littler play at Lakeside? Uh, we don't know yet. Um, there's been no ruling made. My gut says no. But that, that's not for any concrete knowledge. That's just what my gut says. Um, I don't think so. Dubiously worded question. He's, he's always going to be able to play at Lakeside. It's what opportunities does it cost him if he does? He has qualified for Lakeside in his own right for this year's World Championship. If that goes ahead, he has the choice to play there if, and only if, the PDC restrict players from playing in both. Oh, yeah, he has the choice, but... Yes. He, he could. Um, but if the choice is on the table, Ali Pali or Lakeside, I think I know which one he picks. We did this about an hour and a half ago. Moving on. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I, th- I think I know which one he picks anyway. Um, will Peter Wright make the Players' Championship finals in Minehead? Uh, I think he's a mile off, but he's already said he's going to play in everything now, isn't he? Yeah, but he's also yeah. told us 12 times in his career he's not changing darts ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! That one was just for... Yeah. Who asked for that? Peter Wright is, at the moment, 134th and he's earned two grand on the pro to order of merit. Solid. But the good thing is, he's only six and a half grand off 64. So he could wipe that out in a tournament. Pro tour, innit? Go and win it. Yeah. yeah, he could literally just wipe that out. But yeah, uh, I think he makes it. Well, we've got a serious question from Pete. He starts too complicated with different qualifications for this, different qualifications for that. Some are ranked, some aren't. For the casual viewer, it's hard to follow. Absolutely, Pete. We don't even know. We're on the phone trying to work out if people have got tour cards or just world championship spots on Saturday. Way too overcomplicated. Ranking this for this, ranking this for that. Um, One year, two year. Yeah. Um, how would you simplify it, though? Start again. <laughs> that helps. I would, a bit like, right, if it was my job to re... Just... Where's the good place? Wigan. Right? I'd just level the lot and start again. <laughs> All right, Vincent. He's got the old Vincent bulldozer out. Yeah. Hi to all our viewers in Wigan as well, by the way. Yes. Yeah, Shorty Max says, imagine if Dart's rankings didn't exist. I oh, would be fucked. I mean, there was a time when it didn't exist. And Burton DeWitt used to do it all by hand and then publish it on Twitter. That used to be the only way to get any information. It was, how up to date is this? Yeah. The amount yeah, of what? times in the past, but I was messaging going... 
when I was living with Kyle going, what does Kyle need to do this weekend, mate? Because he didn't even know. What Dart's rankings does is incredible. But it would be even more complicated if Dart's rankings didn't exist. Yeah. And we're, I'm- looking, we're looking for a World Series, which is probably the only thing they've missed off. Which, to be honest, if they're going to miss one thing off, I'm more than happy to the World Series. Yes. But they have covered everything. I mean, yeah. I've seen the PDPA spreadsheet that they use for their rankings. Give mess. You laugh. Barry still does his by hand. <laughs> uh, how do you think Johnny Clayton will fare for the rest of this season? I, 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 John, Johnny's a strong character, and look, these things are, are, are never nice. And like we said, all our condolences went to, to John and his family. At, that such sad time, but look, Johnny's Johnny's a tough cookie. I think I think Johnny will be fine. Yeah, and sometimes something like that happening can inspire someone to go and achieve something. And correct, I think that that is a, a possibility with someone of the character of Johnny. Yeah, and um, that he will use something as bad as that is as inspiration to drive himself further forward. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you there. Um, they should take the two PDPA qualifiers away for the Grand Slam next year in 2020 and give them to the World Youth Finest. The whole PDPA qual, there's too many again. There's too many qualifiers yet. Yeah. Qualifier for this, qualifier for that. If you're in the right bracket, you could get nine opportunities to qualify for something. Okay, I might over exaggerate a little bit, but you know where I'm going. The best mat top. Uh, if you guys could play any current player in any tournament of your choice, what and who? I would. It'd be at the match play. I'd love to play on that Winter Garden stage. If it was at the match play, that would be this year instead of the previous year because it was a lot taller this year. I can't remember mind up. It would be one of two players. I would either play Gary or MVG. Can't play in any tournament of your choice. Who and what would it be? God's playing James Wade or Mervyn King. Nah. <laughs> any tournament player. Any tournament. I'm gonna be. I'm trying to find a different sport. I'm being honest because that wasn't specified. It had to be darts. So I'm trying to find somebody with absolutely no coordination whatsoever. Eddie the Eagle. I'd take on a dart player. But I'm not a dart. I'd get just creative. I, I've done that, and one, it's not as satisfying as you'd find. <laughs> However, see, I would though, when we say torrent player, you probably know who I'd play, Dob, and you've played him. 
And I think it was on the stage that I'd probably play him on. Tony? I think I'd play Tony O'Shea just because... At the tavern? At the tavern. In his shirt. Would you wear his shirt to get in his head? Yeah, me too, somewhere. I haven't learned everything I've had you can see. I'm off Laura's part of you. I would definitely wear his shirt, but I don't think I'd be in his head. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'd play Damon Hatter in Australia for the Kyle Anderson trophy. And, and on that, what would you have wore, Tom B? God, no, no, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd do a 10 minute I'd, I'd walk on to the 10 minute 5 mega mix and I'd listen to the lot before I even throw a dart 5, what you in for? I don't tell you, the old TV man would be cancelling the, the, the top of the stairs oh, he'd yeah. be like, like I did Dimitri in the Premier League off I'd have somebody <laughs> with a gun stood next to him And is it, um, is it Johnny Matt who's telling you one or do you want it to be Tunstan time? Tungsten time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the players are ready. And it's tungsten time. Walk out with that shirt on. Take it off before you play. Obviously, I have another shirt on underneath. No, I'm not wearing his. Behave. <laughs> if that man was clever, he'd give one of us a tungsten time t shirt to wear on the show. And go, go on. By the way, they're available in the foyers at all good modus events. But he ain't clever like that. He goes, oh, they're 20 quid. But to be honest, Dob, what he'd probably do is he'd let us probably wear them for, let's say, testing purposes where someone else doesn't. So, you know what I mean? James <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, will Barney be at the Grand Slam? I've just closed that. How many qualifiers is there for the slam this year? Eight. 24 million. Eight qualifiers. No, I don't think he will. Come through the qualifier. I, I don't think I don't think that's I don't think he'll come through the qualifier. It's a no from me. He's in line for the Grand Prix. But I don't expect to see him at the slam. No. I am with you there. Yeah. I think we'll see him at Leicester. But not in Aldersley. Should we have a look at the tour card race? Who are we fearing for right now? When you say fearing for, do you mean who is Murph holding <laughs> for? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, who, who are you fearing for right now? Corey Cadby. No shit, Sherlock. Vladimir Anderson. No shit. Nick Forwell. 
Anyone in white outranked outside the top 100? Go on. Includes Van Dommen, by the way. Only went 17 and that, 17.2k. I've been disappointed with Jules. The way he went through Q school and literally blitzed it, I was expecting a little bit more from him. Devon Peterson. Again, no shit. 99th on the tour card race. He's Romeo done. Does he go back? I think he will. Whether he should or not is another matter. But I think he will. Yeah, I think... In current form, does he get it back? No. No. I think he will die back. But I think think a year... Eric's currently playing a year off tour with the opportunities that we know to potentially come up for him, as we've seen with others, would be better for him than in Denny's tour tower. Because he needs that confidence and I don't see him getting that confidence being back on tour. Does he... The thing I'm getting at is Devon has experience in the media now. There are, logically, going to be a couple of slots up for grabs in that Sky or PDC lineup if they move it in-house in the next 18 months or so, looking at that team. If he picks up a mic at some point next year without a tour card, do we ever see him again? Yes. Are you sure about that, though? Because you look at the other players that have gone down that route, Mark Webster, Paul Nicholson, Mardle, won't even play seniors because he doesn't want the pressure. The problem is, is if there was an opportunity that I could see opening up next year massively, I might say yes. But at the beginning of the year, I don't see an opportunity opening up. Maybe towards the middle and end of the year, potentially. But at the beginning of the year, I don't see an opportunity opening within. I, I also think there's a lot to be looked at with what he's trying to do with South African darts. And I think he would, and again, it's my opinion on it, I think he would still want to be active in the playing side of that. Whether that be playing on Super Series, whether that be whatever opportunities arise from that, I think he would want. And I think it'd be, like says, where he currently is, it's better he's away from that and regaining that confidence because we've all seen that there's a player in there and a, a very, very good player. Yes, there's been question marks on action and that is always going to be an issue when someone drops as much. I don't think, especially at the age as well, and I know Webb is the, sort of the example you looked at, isn't it, in comparison. I think it would be too soon for him to take that. It's not a, does he definitely make that jump? It's if he finds himself with a microphone in hand rather than darts in seven months' time. Oh, you know, I get it. How much more difficult does that combat become? Because, like you said, he is quite keen on growing the game in South Africa. But actually, the African market as a whole, and Devon Peterson could be critical to that. And part of that, as an ambassador, would mean he's playing less on the PDC tour because it's so consuming. So if he's got his role of a microphone and the opportunity to go and start up or help out with... PDC Africa tours, like a PDC Asia tour or whatever, 
there's a role, there's still a role in darts with Devin Peterson, is what oh, I'm 100%. saying. But given 100%. the struggles of his action, the amount of different things that he's tried, and just the sheer speed of drop off, by the way, from where he was, because let's not look. He's been in trouble before, Torquard was, hasn't he? He'd gone to the World Championships and, and won enough games just to keep it, kept himself going, etc. There was a genuine point in the last three, four years where for three or four weeks in the year, Devin Peterson was one of the best players on Planet Darts, if not the best player in the world. He lost to Gerwin Price in a Pro Tour final that was absolutely exceptional. <laughs> and I went on to win a Euro Tour not too long after that. There was a genuine conversation, whether that was an extreme purple patch or whether that was the action finally clicking for him. He was definitely in that conversation for, albeit a short period of time, of the best player in the world. And whether he's overlooked his action too much, that wrist injury that came afterwards, I think was downplayed way more than what it actually was. Oh, 100%. And when you speak to him away from it, he says that. The risk wasn't in a good place at all. I think well, I think he said that he said that last time he came on. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, while you're going through that, you're not gonna to admit to everyone else it's as bad as what it is. Because they other players are already wandering up. Yeah. I hope as much as the commentating career is a huge possibility for him, and we've seen him do it, and we've seen him do it well. It would be a shame not to see him away from it. And God says, him dropping off might not be the worst thing right now, because losing first round in Pro Tours, second round in Pro Tours, you can't be doing anything for your confidence, and it's not the place to be trying something new when you are on that downward trajectory. I understand that certain players do, but their position slightly different in the world. Someone like Devon. Just imagine him playing in the Super Series now. That could help. And I'm not saying because of the quality, but the fact that you've got 15 games, if you're there for the first three days, going into then your Thursday, Friday, that could be more of a help to him than what is the pro tour at the moment. I like that. Superb. Can I just say, by the way, every single week without fail, Owen Walters watches the show and says, cheers, fellas, about 90 seconds before we're due to end the show. <laughs> and I love it. Because, it's, because that means he's here at the end of every single show. Yeah. He, doesn't want, he wants to make sure that we don't miss that shout out. And every week we just sort of go, oh, there it is. I love it. And I'm so grateful that that, that sort of thing exists. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, mean, I thought your smile then, and I was thinking, what's he looking at? And obviously, the, the comments in mine was just, I had some over it, and I looked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, thank you very much, mate, as always. But not just, I mean, thank you very much for your all of your continued support. Absolutely appreciate it. Um, plenty coming up, as always. The Dozer interview is going to drop tomorrow. Um, so that's a really good listen. And then just plenty of action coming your way. So if you haven't yet, all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads. And of course, here on YouTube, make sure you give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel as always. I'm with Phil Bars, Jack Garwood, the returning Lee Boyce. And that is us signing out of this week's Live Lounge 127 and not out. See you next week for 128. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.